This episode is sponsored by Bombas, the sock company with the mission to be better. Because when you buy a pair, they give a pair to someone in need. Listen later for a code that will get you 20% off your first purchase. A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hey, you guys. Um... I have to restart this again because I, my voice cracked. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Swiftish. Uh, two weeks in a row. Lucky you, lucky me. This is Ashley. And this is Shelby. Hey. Hey. Look at us. <laughs> we are back to back episodes, which is exciting. Um, some people are messaging us on Instagram, being like, yay, so glad to have an episode. You know, I love listening to them every other week. And I was like, oh, spoiler alert, you're getting back-to-back episodes this month. Yes. <laughs> Dreams come true. I mean, they we've do. just been given so much to talk about. Oh so, of course, we've got to keep talking. <laughs> I know. And I do I do have to say on a side note, you know, we got a lot of love and support from our last episode. So I do want to tell everyone who's reached out, who commented, who, you know, thanked us for being real, you know, was like oh Ashley I love you Shelby I love you thank you so much Mm -hmm. we all love you and you know we're just it's great yeah that's that community and that support yeah I know it was a good good week a good episode um I know we talked about how last week we forgot to cover well we didn't have time to really cover some of the other stuff going on in Taylor's life last month and um and now we just got the man lyric video but um one of the things we didn't talk about was the grammys which um there were a lot of rumors around before it happened about taylor swift being a performer Mm -hmm. um taylor swift being there um well we saw like usually they do the seats with the faces yeah and i think someone like showed a picture of the seats with her face on it too yeah that was interesting so that kind of like sparked all those like what Taylor was supposed to go. Now she's not going to go. What's going on? Like people were just like rumbling and whispering. It was yeah. It was very interesting. Well, it, was a, it was a messy Grammys because right before the show, like ten days before the, um, the CEO was fired, and mm. then she issued a, a complaint, uh, citing a lot of issues in the Grammy in the academy and so then it became sort of a tell all of the scam behind it the uh, favoritism the way the voting is done and on top of that just issues with racism and sexism and so then some people were like oh taylor and beyonce and a couple artists pulled out in protest like in solidarity with this outed ceo Mm -hmm. Um, but then there were rumors that she found out that she didn't win. And so she was like, well, I'm not going to show up. Oh yeah. 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 They like put an article out saying that she like was trying to find out if she was going to win and they couldn't confirm or deny if she was going to get a Grammy. And so she was like, well, then I'm not going to go. And of (laughs) course, like I found that out because I was like, I was, this was around the time where I was avoiding any kind of Taylor Swift articles because it was right before Miss Americana. I didn't know what was going to be included. So my husband sends me this link and just the title was 
basically told you all that Taylor Taylor pulls out a Grammy because she doesn't she can't confirm if she's win winning it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, because page six is so accurate. I'm like that's where I get all my reliable news is yeah. from page six. I think it was kind of an outrageous um, headline. And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of people had to speak out in it because it was just like, no, we're not going to let this snowball. Yeah. Ken Erolch, I don't really know how to pronounce his name. He's a Grammy producer. And people were like, well, what happened with Taylor? And, uh, you know, she had called and she kind of or her people called their people were kind of interested into seeing if, you know, if she could do the show, if she could perform. But it wasn't really confirmed. Mm -hmm. So they kind of made time in there and they kind of put a seat filler just in case. But she was never booked. They never had a rundown. Um, And then at the end, she she pulled out. And then what he said, he said, um, I am not really at liberty to go into ultimately why she did not confirm as opposed to pull out. But I understood her reasoning. Let's just say that. Yeah. You know, that there wasn't like a backhanded, um, you know, comment that, you know, I can't say. But like it was like he understood her reasonings Mm -hmm. and it didn't sound like he had any ill will at all. Yeah, my favorite was Tree Pain's response oh my gosh. to this, where she said, hey, I'm on the record. Um, the anonymous, unidentified sources are 100% false and laughable. She just mm-hmm. didn't go. You guys need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like the epitome of like the lover era. You just need to calm yeah. down. People are making all these rumors and all these lies. Just stop it. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> Um, and then I was reading an article on U.S. and they were just saying that, you know, Taylor is spending so much time at like the Sundance. She was just there for that weekend and she had thought about, you know, the Grammys. It was a few days before. Um, but, you know, she wanted to actually go home and spend time with her family. You know, we just, you know, with everything that's going on with Mama Swift and I, that's where she wanted to be at that time. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I feel like she was very excited about the Grammys. So Mm -hmm. on one hand, I do kind of I could believe more that like, yeah, the stars didn't align, but I kind of have a hard time picturing her like this us weekly inside scoop i just i don't trust Inside. insiders um well do so you trust us weekly like, <laughs> no exactly no i don't and so i just feel like i don't know maybe it wasn't a protest necessarily but maybe in in uh, continuation of her her thought process in miss americana she was just like well maybe all this mm-hmm. drama isn't really worth it and like i don't need mm-hmm. to be there so yeah, yeah, Who that's and that's that was my first thought. Was I like commented on this group I'm a part of, and I was like, "Do we think Taylor's not going because she found out she didn't win an award?" Like that was my first thought. I'm gonna be yeah. completely honest. And then people are like, "Oh, she's sitting in solidarity, and oh this and oh that." And I was like, "Okay, like whatever." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess we just don't know is the moral of the story. So we should probably just not be putting words into. Taylor's mouth exactly. or rumors but so speaking of rumors there has been this rumor I think since like November that the man was going to be the next single <laughs> yeah and everyone was talking yeah. about it and we're like I don't know I don't know I don't know and now we know I think she like released it as a single a week or two ago and then we finally finally got the lyric um video yesterday which was exciting <laughs> yeah I mean it's interesting because like you said 
I had seen all these like news sites be like, oh, Taylor has announced the man as the lead sing as a new single and is pushing it to radio. It's been getting played, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, when did we get this announcement? So mm-hmm. I guess it had been on our brain that it was coming, but um, it seems like she's really promoting this one. Like she's yeah. doing sort of like a lead single push where she's, she's announcing a lyric video premiere and then premiering the lyric video and trying mm-hmm. to build up a natural interest, I guess. So She's well, it's perfect for that number one because it's just right after Miss Americana, uh-huh. and we see a part of Miss Americana of her writing the man, you know, her thought process through that, and so it's kind of just like a perfect segue to the man. It's yeah, I'm not surprised that yeah. she released it right at when she did. <laughs> what did it you makes think sense. of the uh, video itself? I I liked it. Um, it was very interesting to see how, you know, there was a female walking and then you saw her in comparison to the men walking around and they're just like giants, giants. And then it it's just – and then it – and there's so many of them walking around. She's getting like walked over a push. Like – and then it's very interesting to parallel it with the very end. You know, she she's falling down, she's falling down, she's falling down and this like gigantic enormous woman larger than all of the men mm-hmm. pick her up and say you know saves her and then puts her like at this elevated place with women her own size you know they're like the le- like leadership but they're very far and in between so i feel like she's was making a lot of statements and a lot of um comments with just this lyric video itself so i'm so excited for the actual music video i know it's sort of interesting because i guess like I guess I kind of expected like the man energy to be more about like Taylor's a pop star, but it seems like she's mm-hmm. trying to make it more like businesswoman, like making it in the world and all the hoops and different jumps we have to go through to even get yeah. close to what a man's getting to. So it'll be interesting to see if the video plays a lot differently than like, you know, sort of like Taylor on a yacht dancing with supermodels like leo so i did i was wondering do you think that leo will make a cameo at all because there, <laughs> there's a scene where she's walking up the stairs somebody you know a lot of people were comparing it to inception just visually because it's when she's <laughs> running up those stairs and use and even and there's a you know there's a screenshot of i'd be the man with all the stairs just colliding all into it and then there's two shots from the actual movie um inception and so people are like oh my gosh oh my gosh and he's name checked too leo maybe it's maybe it'll be directed by christopher nolan maybe that's the maybe that's the easter egg (laughs) or maybe it'll be leo dressed up as a woman you know just spending a life i'm just going the most bizarre thing ever that would be super super weird um yeah that would be a bad choice i think to end up starring men as women but definitely um, i was just joking i was like what can yeah will he will we see him on a yacht you know or is it just you know she's just named i don't think yeah i kind of just don't think they're in the same circle i don't think leo has any interest or attachment to being a part of that like I don't yeah I don't think so but um I don't we don't have any announcement yet I'm sure Mm -hmm. once we premiere this episode it'll be like oh there's a new music video but yeah a lot of people are tying it to like the look what you made me do music video you know when you begin the look what you made me do music video um 
she's walking and you see the lyrics with her shadow and her shoes. And so they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, we got the look what you made me do music video three days or how many days before the actual music video oh, yeah. drops. So people are people are timing it up with like, look what you made yes. me do. And there are a lot of parallels with it. other music videos too. Um, when she's getting like raised up and she's being set down by by mm-hmm. the this big woman, who you know, giant woman, there's an industrial building and it kind of resembles from me when her and Brendan Urie are like striking up the band and looking at like <laughs> Oz. So there's like a lot of yeah. like little parallels in it. So I'm excited to see what she will do with the music video. Yeah, for sure. Um, she also just recently announced Ooh. a global publishing deal with Universal Music Publishing Group. So basically it's um, instead of it's her exciting. music as a songwriter being under the Sony ATV company she originally signed with that she's been working with since she's 14, now it'll be more under the UMG umbrella with this um, mm-hmm. publishing group. And um, in her Instagram announcement, she was really excited to work with Jody Gearson, who's the first woman first woman to run a major music publishing company so very on theme i guess Mm -hmm. it is she's the man and she's helping i don't know she just wants to push that agenda which is great yes um but i mean the other big thing we didn't get to talk about last week was the variety article which um you didn't read because of the spoilers for the documentary Mm -hmm. but Yes. Even beyond that, there was so much in this article that was just fascinating to read because mm-hmm. it's the only interview she has done and is going to do about the documentary itself. So oh, it's the, the only reporter, one. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the reporter got to, you know, ask a lot, get a lot more detail mm-hmm. and like nuance to some of the themes in the documentary. Um, did you have a chance to read it? I, you know, briefly looked over it um i do have to tell you this week has been super crazy at work and we oh. got a third corgi um, oh yeah surprise i'm basically <laughs> taylor swift a crazy corgi lady we adopted yeah. a corgi someone was rehoming the dog because it was a perfect dog but they had a baby who was a preemie and had rsv and mm. the doctor was like you need to get rid of your animals so i have been oh. up you know and timo my dog had acl surgery last week so you there's been a lot of going stuff going on in the Hancock um, household. So I have not been able to read it. I briefed over, you know, just highlights, people reviewing yeah. it, and reviewing it. <laughs> I mean, it was sort of a an interesting piece because, you know, having read it before the documentary, I guess I thought a lot of it would be covered in the documentary, but mm-hmm. a lot of it wasn't. Like it was more details than you get in the doc um like for instance with her mom's cancer in the documentary Mm -hmm. it's very briefly touched on it's just when they're talking about her cancer dog but here is where she reveals to the world that unfortunately when her mom when she was going through treatment they found a brain tumor and so now she has to deal with that and it's been she got you know obviously emotional and is very concerned and it's something she doesn't usually speak on but it was interesting in this article that she admits like how hard it's been for them as a family yeah and interesting enough like it was in the article said it was during filming so they were they were filming miss americana you know the cameras were all around when she found out and i completely understand they probably got footage of it and like 
but I completely understand why she didn't include it. You kind of look back on soon you'll get better. You know, she, she said she'll probably won't sing it. You know, she gets really emotional, you know, singing that song. So just from what we know of how she feels about soon you'll get better performing it. It's kind of how I feel about Miss Americana not including mm-hmm. that personal yeah. in her life. Yeah. I mean, it's like, we don't need to like, we don't no, need we don't. her like misery porn, you know, it's like, no. we don't need to see that. Um, exactly. but it is interesting that it's affected her touring and her, her mm-hmm. career and her decisions there. And so I kind of, I think that's why I was sort of like waiting in the documentary for like a little bit more of that, like this decision yeah. to not do the full tour. And, mm-hmm. and because she talks about it in this article a little where she's like, yeah, um, usually it's like nine months on the road, you're doing stadiums, you're doing stuff, but now she's doing this festival circuit. And she admits that while well, part of it is because she hasn't done festivals in a long time and she really wanted to do it again. She was also saying with everything that's going on home, I wanted to figure out a way to do mm-hmm. both of those things. So it kind of uh, put a lot of Swifties in place, I guess, about, oh, you know, why we... Yeah we were asking a lot of questions and being concerned about why she wasn't coming to our city, how the U S only has two cities. So it contextualizes a lot of these decisions, which I think is, you know, important and uh, Mm -hmm. telling of her. But um, that was just one thing. I mean, another thing that jumped out to me was um, she talks about how, inspired she was through the rep era to like work on music and how she hadn't been writing like this before and she said I really feel like I could just keep making stuff that's the vibe we're at right now I don't think I've ever written this much and she mentions of course lover you know that's the most song she's ever had an album but then she said but even after I made the album I kept writing and going in the studio and so she talks about how that's a new experience this time around. That openness kind of feels like you finally got the lid off the jar you've been working on at working at for years. So I mean, little Easter egg for us, but she's still been in the studio. She's still been yeah. writing, working on music. Yes. So like, I don't know will what that. Get, yeah, what that. Yeah, will we get like another <laughs> album right after? You know, part of me. One thing that we didn't talk about in. Miss Americana that kind of like struck me was when she was saying that she, you know, cause she's talking about how she's reinvented herself so many times, you know, cause women, mm-hmm. women have to do that in the industry. But she also says, I think this might be my last time to do this, you know, to yeah. reinvent herself and really like be accepted, you know, for being like young and new and hot. So, and then she goes on to talk about like women in the industry after 35, you know, they're, they're yeah. ancient, they're bone, like in the boneyard. So I am you know, interested in seeing how she'll, you know, project her career from here if she does think she can't do these big show stopping looks and moves. I know. And so it's it's gonna be interesting yeah. to see the next couple of eras. And maybe with this like new publishing deal, she'll just do mm-hmm. more like songwriting where she gives her songs yeah. to other artists like she did with Better Man and That'll be exciting. Um I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? But it's cool to think that she's still actively like making music and maybe then we'll get a song about how we ruined me for her or Oh no. <laughs> or no something. Don't say that. <laughs> who do knows? Not. I really, 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 really hope the next era, whatever it looks like, that she works with more women. Like I think Yes, it's great. She's working under this publishing house with a female CEO, but I'd love to see her working with female producers. I think yeah, that'd be so interesting. And even like her old collaborator, 
with writing like Liz Rose. So that is my mm. hope for the future. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I think I think she'll definitely embrace that. I yeah. won't be surprised if that if she if she ends up doing that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but we're excited this week. We get to talk a little bit more about Miss Americano because we're going into the song she released with it, Only the Young, um, which is a pretty – it's probably her most – I mean, it is her most political song to date. I think oh. it's not as shrouded in metaphor as Miss Americana um, mm-hmm. or dressed up under, like, pop music, like – welcome to New York or whatever. This is very much a political anthem. It'll be exciting to get into, but first we have a chance to talk about our episode sponsor, Bombas Socks. Our favorite socks and hopefully yours too. (laughs) Yeah. Like we were talking about working out is hard. It's always been hard. Even when it's easy, it's still pretty hard. Um, but the great thing about Bomba Socks is that they are trying to make it more comfortable. So if mm-hmm. you, like Ashley, like me, have a resolution to start being active, staying active, you need to start by getting some socks that can keep up every step of the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. My husband has these pairs of shoes that when he works out in them, he gets blisters. And then oh. magically, he started working out with them in his Bomba Socks. And guess what? <laughs> No blisters. No blisters. No seam along the toe. He's he's happy. He wants some more socks. And it it's what I want to give him. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And I'm like, yes. oh, I want to give my lover some, you know, maybe a sock that'll give him a little more hug, a little more support around the arch, you know, just exactly. show him his feet how much I really care about them. Oh my gosh, that's so romantic. Yes, what a perfect idea. It's a constant little foot hug to show your lover that you care. Um, yes, I mean, you do a lot to stay active. I mean, but there are Bombas socks for every sport, every event, every activity, whether you're getting into running, whether you're getting into basketball, soccer, you got some sports you want to try, some activities you want to do. There's socks in all styles and they're cute and comfortable too. Mm-hmm. You know, the best part of Bombas is that when you get a pair, you're also giving one to a person in need. Yeah. You know, socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters, and Bob and Socks were created to directly change that. And that's why for every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. So far, you know, they've donated what over 20 million items yeah. to, to shelters around the country. That's crazy. That's amazing. I know. It's a it's an exciting partnership for us. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we really wanted to make sure that we were finding people who do things we're passionate about. And like, mm-hmm. yes, I am passionate about sitting around in my apartment in cozy socks without the toe seam with a nice, um, comfortable fabric, no itchiness, no sweatiness. It's a good time. But more than that, they're really making an effort to try and give back. So yeah, order your first pair today and good luck trying to stop at just one. Because <laughs> these socks are supportive, breathable, and Swiftish approved to make your workouts oh, and yes. your days a little more cozy. So go to bombas.com slash Swiftish today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Swiftish for 20% off. Bombas.com slash Swiftish. Yeah. So one thing that I'm loving a little bit more than my Bomba socks, <laughs> it has to be only the young the yeah. new song from miss americana oh i can't get yeah so it's, you hadn't heard it perfect. until the documentary so have you listened to it since like what's your relationship with this song 
Oh, my relationship with it. Of course, yeah. you know, we we were introduced, you know, just very briefly you know, <laughs> yeah. the, through the documentary. And then I got to hear a little bit, you know, in the credits. And then we left. And on the way home from the documentary, we were like playing Taylor Swift music, you know, like really screaming and shouting mm-hmm. and just like blasting with our friends in the car. But before we could do that, we listened to Only the Young. And it was it was intense because you get a little bit of it in – the songwriting, you know, section of like, you know, talking about running and being scared. And so when I listened to it, um, it was, it kind of like hit home a little bit for me and in a different way, because when I was going to school, that was when all of the, you know, the, it was the bombs. People were placing bombs, you know, um, bomb threats were called in a lot. And I was mm-hmm. taking a test one time in my school when I was in, I think I was maybe a sophomore or junior, and a bomb threat was called in. And that was just mm. so scary and terrifying. Yeah. And so when you kind of parallel that with when she talks about, you know, school shootings and kids being afraid of, you know, going to school, parents are afraid of kids going to school and like knowing like, where am I going to hide? What's my game plan? Like that's so terrifying that that's yeah. what kids today have a fear of when they go to school it's not to hang out with friends you know like of course yeah you know, they have that. the biggest fear is not going to be someone's gonna you know whisper something behind my back it's yeah what can happen will I lose my life so it was just my relationship with the song it's just it's very near and dear to my heart and I don't know it's just something it's it's sad that a song like this has to be written because we we shouldn't be dealing with this in the in, right now I know it's interesting that like you know I discovered Taylor Swift while I was in high school and I was mm-hmm. like singing love story and like pining after like our song. And that was mm-hmm. like the songs I grew up that Taylor wrote for me. And now, unfortunately, when she's writing songs for kids, it's like this song that's like, don't be jaded. Like we've got this, like you're our future, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just a very different energy than you know what she was writing when she was 14 15 thinking about boys in school imagining Romeo and Juliet ending a little happier and it's that it does just speak to a change in our in our political and social world um so Mm -hmm. it's also cool that she decided to do this I mean we saw the process a lot in Miss Americana where um she wrote about it after the midterm elections when the people she was rooting for lost. And so it was interesting in the Variety article, they talk a lot about this song and kind of interviewing Taylor Swift and Lana Wilson about it. And Lana Wilson talked about how she was so moved by the fact that when she got her Grammy news about reputation not being nominated, her first instinct, yes, she's emotional, but her first instinct is I'm going to make a better album. So she's constantly Mm -hmm. driven by work. And so With the election results, Lana Wilson was saying she loved watching Taylor channel so many of those thoughts and feelings into a song to kind of show how, like, you know, we talk a lot about how Taylor writes from these personal moments. She writes from these, like, journal diary entries. But to see it happen in real time where something affected her and she immediately goes to the studio and starts carving out a song to kind of channel those feelings into Mm-hmm. And what what I thought was amazing too is, of course, she was writing. I think when you read the the article, you kind of see where she was writing all of these songs, or they might have interviewed um, 
somebody else but she was writing all these songs within a week she wrote me she wrote i think Mm -hmm. the man and only the young so it was all like like all the lover era is when she wrote it and i think the decision to release it as a single outside of the album was the best decision it was more gut punching it was you know tying it to miss americana i feel like it people were just talking about only the young when it came out it wasn't only the young you need to calm down lover um you know uh, i forgot that you existed so i think the releasing it alongside the documentary was such a great yeah. um, power move right it makes a lot more sense and she even talks about how it wouldn't have you know it it she didn't think it would ever be on the album she didn't know when she would release it but she was mm-hmm. looking for something and then lana had the idea to include it in the post credits and she's like okay cool <laughs> lana yeah oh i love her <laughs> so i mean taylor talks about this song too and she says i was really upset about tennessee going the way that it did and i wanted to write a song about it um she didn't know how it would end up but she said i um, I wanted it to come out at a time where maybe it could stoke some fires politically, engage young people to form their own views, break away from the fact from the pack and not feel the need to vote exactly the same way that people in their town are voting. So it was mm-hmm. very, very clearly, this is a song for young people, mm-hmm. you know, like she says in the documentary, just run away from fascism. Like that's the yeah. <laughs> moral and, of the and message. Like her and, and little, they were talking about how like, these millions of people who are like 16, 17, they're all coming of voting age, you know, mm-hmm. soon. So yeah. that's also, you know, she's like empowering them to really do what, you know, they believe, vote how they want to, not because someone else tells them to. Yeah. And I love how she admits like, like, yeah, she was disappointed by Tennessee, but she was saying the thing that hurt her the most was seeing all these young people's hopes dashed and how, mm-hmm how young people are the people who feel the worst effects of gun violence and student loans mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to start their lives and pay their bills and climate change. And are we going to war? And she's like all these horrific situations that we find ourselves facing now. And she just wanted to write this song to kind of give. Yeah. Sort of a, I guess, you know, optimistic is such a weird word, but just a anthem, a anthem, a political song to kind of remind us like, keep them you know, going like it's not go. over like <laughs> yeah you just band together and you can exactly you can fix it yeah 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 because like miss americana the song is very like there is in the end sort of like a hopefulness but it is sort of a pessimistic it's dealing with the with the loss of innocence like it's dealing with mm-hmm. waking up and feeling like dirty about everything around you whereas this is much more upbeat there's a high tempo there's a children's choir like it's a song that feels a lot more like yeah hoorah like let's do this girls <laughs> yeah because like I said last week you know Miss Americana was you know all these people you know kind of like you know the outcast clamoring behind like underneath the the stadium chairs the bleachers coming up with a plan and then mm-hmm. this is like the sequel this is the plan this yes. is what we're gonna do yeah yeah, yeah. Oh but it wasn't released as a single, so there weren't like a ton of reviews about the song. No, and it, not like weren't. a lot of reaction to it aside from people like calling it the Miss Americana like song. 
Yeah, talking about like um, maybe her political past or oh this is a political song yeah the only thing the only like bad review that i got and i didn't even know who these people were it was from like ccn <laughs> which i don't know and they called it propaganda and they said taylor swift <laughs> is, used to be sweet and wholesome by selling out with only the young she's hitching her wagon to discord and controversy and i well like, good and then I, <laughs> but then i like i read all these other articles and it there was no controversy there was no yeah. discord over it yeah. at least <laughs> that I saw and I tried to like scour the depths of the internet <laughs> <laughs> no I agree it, it's kind of like I think it performed really well it went number one on iTunes yeah. um, which is pretty cool with no sort of promotion behind it except that it was playing at the end of the documentary and mm-hmm. so I think Swifties were into it um, there were some yeah just like gentle positive reactions to it which is which is nice for a change. It wasn't necessarily a controversial song. Um, but should we get into it, reading these lyrics? Yeah, let's get into it. I think I'm reading this uh, mm-hmm. this one. We haven't done a, an actual song in a few in a while. So I'm like, <laughs> who's know. reading? Are you reading? Yeah. I'm reading. Okay, so verse one. It keeps me awake, the look on your face, the moment you heard the news, you're screaming inside and frozen in time. You did all that you could do. The game was rigged. The ref got tricked. The wrong ones think they're right. You were outnumbered this time. Yes, which honestly, I loved watching this happen in Miss Americana, the documentary, because she just like wrote it so fast. Oh, yeah. It was just a very mesmerizing look into her process and how quick her brain works. But mm-hmm. aside from that, it's also just a very relatable picture. Yeah, because we all know that this was how she, like, she, what she was feeling about, you know, Marsha Blackburn. Mm-hmm. But you, but it's also very parallel to how millions were feeling after the 2016 elections. Like mm-hmm. it just was like, oh, like not like it was like you said, it's just so relatable too. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was even the midterms were just kind of disappointing. I mean, Beto mm. lost Texas. Stacey Abrams had a big push, but ended up losing. And um, and so it's interesting too because we saw the look on Taylor's face the moment she heard the news, I and know. like, <laughs> and, and it's just Frozen a very time. yeah, it's just like I I'm right there with her, you know, and and mm. I think even even regardless of how involved you are in politics it can be a little a little I don't know shocking to kind of see the state of affairs just like with Mm -hmm. the rise of racism and Mm -hmm. you know viral videos of of people harassing people for their skin color or their language or whatever sexuality Yeah. yeah and so I think this song really is good at capturing the interest immediately because yeah maybe the 16 year olds or the young adults who are trying to get through school trying to do this aren't as focused on like marching door to door getting names for their you know senate uh candidacy but there is an element of just like anxiety with the youth of today dealing with a lot of the issues that are just that's all right not being dealt with you know it's not just all like based off of like you said like elections it could be you see that you know like you said like there's a shooting in another like I'm imagining yes. like being 16 or 17 and just kind of like watching the news and just seeing all of like 
this crumble, all the fights, all the the shootings, all of mm-hmm. all the wars, and just kind of just being there and just looking at the screen, like yeah. dumbfounded, like what's going on? I can't believe it's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah I'm feeling mean, helpless too because they're like 16 years old, and what can exactly. they do? Yeah. yeah, I think the most relatable Taylor Swift lyric of all time is "You're screaming inside." Like that's just <laughs> that is my <laughs> level now. That's where I'm starting every day at. But I also like the classic, um, you know, high school metaphor: mm-hmm. the game was rigged, the ref got tricked. I think my team is losing, battered yes. and bruising. I see the high fives <laughs> yes. between the bad guys. Leave with exactly. my head hung. You're the only one who seems to care. That's like very parallel yes, to Miss Americana and the heartbreak friends. Yeah. And I think it yeah. does a really good job of just being like, this is a tough game because unfortunately politics are the way that some of these things get taken care of and it can feel very hard to sort of break the status quo or feel like you know emailing your senator is going to do anything when your senator Mm -hmm. has like other bigger parties he's answering to you know Mm -hmm, so I think mm -hmm. it's like a very clever way to get us right in that scene of like hopelessness and frustration and anxiety and then we get the chorus well, what I like right before the chorus, though, is she says, you're outnumbered this time. Yeah. Then we go into the chorus, but only the young, only the young, only the young, only the young can run, can run. So run and run and run. Yes. <laughs> Please. <like> <laughs> it's very slow. Yeah. Slow motion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. this is an interesting choice right that only the young can run that that's like the message of the mm-hmm. song um it's sort of an ambiguous message in some points like when I first listened I was like oh is she telling us that like young people should run for government like is this a literal <laughs> like but so what do you think she's saying when she says only the young can run I'm I kind of think she's like saying like only the young can really run away not run away but as in running away, like make, like cha- make a difference in, in our political atmosphere. Not like run, not run for office right now, because obviously, but really just you know, I kind of imagine you know they're running around fixing the problems, trying to make things right again. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like I think it's also paralyzed, paralyzing, paralleling it with, you know, the next verse mm-hmm. too. You know, like. They're they're running scared, and instead of running scared, you're running to fight. I think that's what it is. Yeah, the the young can run and fight. They have that energy. They can they can do it. And you know, it's also interesting too because you know we're not we're not that old, but we're not what you know. Yeah. Like it also gives it also gives people like in their not necessarily people just in high school, but people in like their early twenties, right. people who can make changes yeah. now kind of you know we're not set in our ways (laughs) young at heart p.s but i'm but definitely i feel like it 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 ties really well into the the next verse Mm -hmm. which is it's sad it's really sad and so it goes so every day now you brace for the sound you've only heard on tv you go to class scared wondering where the best hiding spot would be and the big bad man and his big bad clan their hands are stained with red oh how quickly they forget yeah I uh this verse totally went over my head when I first heard it I don't know what is the matter with me I think I was just like 
I guess I just, you know, I never had to experience that. And I just, I was just like, oh yeah, like school metaphor, like, oh, hiding from bullies. Like, oh, it's so embarrassing when your side loses and Mm -hmm. you, and then I read, then I heard it again and I was like, oh wow, that is dark and like, yeah. And sad and heavy. Oh yeah. As soon as, as soon as she said, she said, like you you go to class scared. And then when she said, you know, wondering where the best hiding spot would be, I like imagined like, you know, children like that just put me right in that spot yeah. of, you know, just oh terror too. I know. It's a very brittle, like brutal um image. And it's interesting that she's like she's putting that there. Like she's saying that straight up. You know, it's not just a mm-hmm. generic oh yeah here's a school metaphor it's like hey guys like wake up like look what we're doing to our like these kids in school have to go through a totally different world than we ever did Mm -hmm. and it's just getting Mm -hmm. worse and worse and like imagine how that must feel like having to think like that you know having to have that in the back of your mind as you go to class for your art project or your history course and it's like I think it was very obviously like I think she included that because it's very emotional and she like thought of that, but it's also a very bold way to get people to like snap to attention and not just write this off as like a cheesy pop song, you know? Yeah. And I definitely don't think she's just singing only to the young because when you think about the kids, the parents of the kids who are sending, sending their children to school, Mm -hmm. the faculty members, just the family, the friends, like this issue in this second verse it affects and a lot of like so many different people. It's like a ripple effect of like you know what can happen. It and it not only happens at school. Like we've had like Taylor. So Taylor in February two thousand eighteen, she donated money for March for Your Lives, undisclosed amount. But she said in her Instagram post, no one should have to go to school in fear of gun violence or a nightclub or a concert or to a movie theater, or to their place of worship. She's like, I'm so moved by Parkland students, faculty, and members who have spoken out trying to prevent this from happening again. So it's just like, no one should listen to this song and not really, you just instantly go to a place, like whether it's school, whether it's um, you're going, like you're going to go out on the town, whether, you know, if you're gay or, you know, LGBT and you're going to a club, like it just puts you right there too. Yeah. Again, I enjoy her clever wit here with um, mm-hmm. the big bad man and his big bad clan. Their hands are stained with red. Um, I mean, first of all, I think it is a dig at the Republican Party. Um, oh. You know, their big color man. is red. Yeah. I think Taylor's made it very clear that she is pro vote blue. And just, you know, like she said in her interview, like all the Democrats need to get together and just figure it out. No infighting, just vote blue. And so I think that's Mm -hmm. a very clever image to paint that, that it's like she's pointing fingers at the problems Mm -hmm. and saying like this big bad man and the big bad clan. I mean, the clan is a is a term that evokes a lot of racist imagery with the Ku Klux Klan. A clan is not something mm-hmm. you call like your group of friends or like, you know, oh, no. the empowered women. No hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> clan. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not a good thing you want to be a part of. So I think it's, it's clever to have those details in there that kind of do instigate a thought process that's very, you know, uh, political. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we get into pre-chorus. They aren't going to help us. Too busy helping themselves. They aren't going to change this. We got to do it ourselves. They think that it's over, but it's just begun. Yeah. I love this part. I and, think that's a very yeah. powerful, relatable message because, like I said, I wake up screaming inside <laughs> because it just mm-hmm. seems like... Mm-hmm. You know, I've written letters to my senators. I've left messages and they'll email me back and be like, you know, a generic email that's like, oh, thank yeah. you. But this, Copy is and actually, paste. this is actually why I'm doing this. And like, you should understand. And I'm like, no, you're doing this because you're you have this big company in your back pocket and you have to. And it's just like, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> it's just it's very yeah. frustrating yeah. to feel like there's a lot of people who are concerned with their own issues, their own reelections, their own money sources. And just like Mm -hmm. the way she sings this too, is it's sort of a whisper. It's sort of like a a side. It's like, they're not going to help us too busy helping themselves. They're not going to change this. But then she's like, well, we got to do it ourselves because they think it's over. Mm -hmm. They think they've won. They think they've got it. They think they're safe. But then she's like, it's just begun. And it's also interesting too, because when you think about like, like a lot of like older people, they're definitely in a different place in their lives. Mm -hmm. Not, not all of them, but a lot of them, you know, a lot of them have jobs or student loans are paid off. Like everything that she kind of discussed um, in the Ver- Variety article, you know, kind of th- that's like where it's paralleling. When you're not young and you're you're not going through like graduating, having to go to school with all these problems, yeah. like it's hard. Like you can you can sympathize, so it's hard to be there. Yeah, you can be like, oh, I remember, you know. But it's when, when you're not there, it's it's hard to really yeah. relate. I mean, what's kind of, I think this is a part of the chorus. Uh, the first chorus is you hear that kids' choir in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's so fun about that is it's actually Joel Litter- Little's two daughters singing in the background. And they didn't know that they were singing for a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Which is kind of like really cool, I think. It is cute. Um, what did you think about having like the the choice to have the the kids choir in the background? Yeah, I think it's cute. I mean, I think uh, that was one thing I saw a lot of people reacting to positively is that it's one of the best uses of a children's choir in recent pop music because it just mm-hmm. it serves the point very well. It's like it's like yeah, we are very jaded. A lot of things are going very wrong, but if we can fuel the fire in enough of these youth if they can feel that sort of oh wow I've got to do something then you know then they can elevate us like the choir elevates mm-hmm. the song <laughs> yeah it really it does it's just kind of like it gives you that little like it kind of reminds you of like you know people who go to church when you're at church and they're just singing and everyone has like this energy of hopefulness yes it kind of like energizes yeah. you and then we go into into the chorus and it's just a lot of, you know, over and over again, yes. only the young can save us. And with like the only the young um, you choir. Know, choir. Yes. And it just and then it goes only the young, only the young. Don't say you're too tired to fight. <laughs> yeah. um, only the young. It's just a matter of time. And then up there's it. That's the finish line. Just kind of she's kind of giving that yeah. like, don't give up. Don't give up. But, you know, like directly. You, you might me. get tired. Yeah. yeah. Shelby, you might be tired, you might be exhausted, but don't give up because the finish line's right there. If we all run and if we're all yeah. in this together, we can do it. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of imagine like a pack of like 
you know, 18 year old, you know, just ready to vote, just like running to the the polls yes. and just really like letting their vote, their vote and their voice heard. Yeah. That's what I kind of like imagine in my head when it comes to running. And then we have the post chorus. Don't say you're too tired to fight. It's just a matter of time. Up there's the finish line. So run and run and run. And then she ends it with saying only the young. Yes. I mean, in the documentary, she says it's basically like saying persist. If you can just shift the power in your direction by being bold enough, then it won't be like this forever. So (laughs) no pressure. (laughs) And it's also like, you know, um, the hope in Miss Americana, it's like, go fight, win, go fight, win. Um, That's why I kind of imagine all of these these kids who are running, you know, to the polls to like, you know, to really just go out and. Um, change your world she's like go fight win like yes. everyone just be their cheerleaders yeah go 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 <laughs> yeah so I mean it is sort of an interesting message right only the young can run I think mm-hmm. it means a lot of different things like you said like it's yeah run to the polls like wake up get going like feel the power you guys have also it's like run away from fascism as she said like persist mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah the yeah, things yeah. you're being told yep. on all different sides like really think for yourself and feel what's right and also yeah Mm -hmm. run for (laughs) run for run for those city council (laughs) positions please like anyone just get out there we need more watch the politician on netflix (laughs) and come up with a plan go do that (laughs) that's our hashtag goals he's a great guy really inspiring no (laughs) but it's a it's a it's a different song i I, it's an interesting a bold choice for her like yes she's been more and more outspoken it's like cool to see her finding her voice and like a lot of people's complaints with taylor is her simplistic view on policy like they're like oh like she's so privileged she doesn't know whatever i think that song Mm -hmm. is a good reminder that like you don't have to be like the smartest person in the room to know what's right and wrong and like you don't have to be like the most well-read college educated whatever to have an opinion on things like you just have to you just have to stand up and like say enough is enough Mm -hmm. amen they like it so that's that's only the young yeah (laughs) and I know that I know that a lot of our listeners are in in high school or in college too um so if you guys we'd love to hear your thoughts on only the young what was your reaction did you like it um yeah and kind of like how did your family interpret it did they like it what were their viewpoints too I think that that'd be interesting to to hear but you know you can all you can reach us out to us on swiftishpodcast at gmail.com. We're at swiftishpodcast on Instagram, and then what's our Twitter Twitter handler? <laughs> I always get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, always. our Twitter handle is swiftishpod13. So definitely get in so there. So easy. Uh, tag us. Let us know what you thought of the song. What it inspired you to do, or want to do, or believe yes. in, um, because we are sort of young but we're also sort of feeling to- tired and old so the more the more inspiration we can get the better <laughs> yeah definitely and then you know let us know what you think about our podcast it's great to have all these reviews that you guys are giving us it's awesome it helps bring other people to mm-hmm. our podcast 
five stars. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> review, submit. Let us know what you think. Um, but, you know. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, you know what? We got you. This is us. <laughs> Let's run. Yeah. <laughs> uh.